Hello everybody! Welcome to the Thorn Files, very special, festive, special, 10 Christmas Candles. Now, before we dive into the episode, there are a couple things I'd want to talk about. First of all, today we're not going to be playing Monster of the Week, we're instead going to be playing 10 Candles. 10 Candles is described as a tragic end-of-the-world game. And while you may be able to glean how it works as we're playing, you, we don't go into a lot of depth of how the game works as a whole. So to break everything down very basically, the characters are created by our players collaboratively. They choose traits which include vices and virtues for each other, so the characters are fairly random. They also choose moments in which those characters can gain hope, and they choose brinks which are basically the opposite of moments in the sense that they are those characters at their worst. The basic function of the game works that the group has a pool of dice and those dice correspond to a number of candles that I have starting at 10 lit candles. As the game goes on and we go through scenes the, uh, they will fail rolls. When they fail a roll a candle is put out and we go into the next scene where they'll have a slightly smaller pool of dice because they'll have less candles lit and with every dice that they lose, I will be gaining them. If you have the time and are really keen to get into 10 Candles, it is a brilliant game that I would suggest people are going to go play. If you only have time to do one-shots, uh, you can go listen to the RPG Goblin who has a full episode going into a real deep dive with how the game works and probably mentions a bunch of stuff which I'm not mentioning, including the fact that when they get to their final lit candle, if they fail, the players get to choose how their characters die and describe them. Secondly, before I begin, just a reminder that this is a tragic end of the world game, which means that all of our characters will not be making it out of it. They do all die, as with any game of ten candles. Now. One of the characters that is created is an animal, and another one is a child, and while their deaths are not explicit or gruesome in any way, they do happen, and it is understandable if that is not something you want to hear. Advice for one of the characters is also addiction, and so that it will come up throughout the episode as well, if that's not something that people are comfortable hearing about. But now we've got that all out of the way, let's get on with the episode. was the night before Christmas, and through the North Pole, not a creature was stirring, not one living soul. 
for upon the first day of Advent this year, out of the darkness, they did appear. Their arrival brought death, as all through the town not one could withstand them without being cut down. Now with Christmas at hand, it's morning in sight, will those that remain survive through the night. So welcome to our very special Christmas 10 Candles game, um, where we ruin your Christmases in the best possible way. Um, first of all, we have our four players here, and we are going to be creating some virtues and some vices, the first part of the 10 Candles experience. So um, if you could write your virtues and vice, and you'll be uh, passing your virtues one direction and your vices the other direction. So start off with... We're going to start with Jay. So yes, Mikhail's yeah. giving you a vice and Kelly is giving you a virtue. Okay. So, Be nice. okay. Your vice is you're a narcissist. Of course I am. Of course you'd say that. Okay, brilliant. And what is Jay's character's virtue? Um, I wrote resourceful. Ooh, very good. Grand. So Kelly, you yes. are getting a vice from jay and you're getting okay. a virtue from tom it oh, i don't want it <laughs> jay's face is like he's like i wrote this for Mikhail. jay <laughs> like, what is your what is your vice rape. you're giving to <laughs> kelly you're horny oh good <laughs> <laughs> very yeah, good horny. okay wow Brilliant. I okay. dodged that bullet. I am happy. <laughs> and Tom, what is Kelly's <laughs> virtue? Uh, huh. Um, loyal. Aww. Oh, thank you. Oh, lovely. That's really nice. That's really nice, Jay. <laughs> Tom, you're getting a vice from Kelly and a um, virtue from Mikel. I wrote obsessive for my vice. Obsessively. And I wrote enigmatic. Pure virtue. Enigmatic. Okay. Okay. Gives me some agency. Mikhail, you're getting a vice from Tom and a virtue from Jay. And your vice, Mikhail, is addict. Your virtue is, is that you are optimistic. Ah <laughs> oh, yes. Love wow. that. Okay. Um wonderful. So now that we have our vices and virtues, everyone got them written down? Yes. Cool. Okay. So our module that we are beginning running today is called Silent Night. Um oh before we do that, before we do that. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm gonna light some candles. Ah. Light some candles. Okay, so um, now uh, we're going to introduce the module. Sorry, our module is called Silent Night. Um, the North Pole is quiet. Not what anyone expected after the tiresome year on the run up to December. The town had been bustling and busy. 
the letter office packed the gills, the expansive workshop aglow with activity, and the large town that grew around it all loud and jolly. Santa, from his grotto high up in the Kringle mountain range, has a view over everything, exactly what a kind and helpful leader needs. With Advent about to begin, uh, there was a night of celebrating by everybody in the town, preparing for a busy, busy month ahead. Um, lost it now. One second. Uh, for a busy, busy month ahead. And that, the night of the celebration, is when darkness fell on the North Pole and the creatures arrived. Them. Now, as Advent has gone on, Santa is missing, and all the residents have mostly fallen to them. Now, you must try to survive and maybe, just maybe, see Christmas before you all fall to the dark. Your goal for this is to save Christmas and to reset the Christmas cheer that you know has a heart in Santa's grotto. And that's our that's our module. Um, I don't need to write lighting the candles just now, but I do need to have concepts for everybody. So if you could give me a quick concept of your characters going around, we'll start with Jay. Cool. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go for, um, I'm going to be a Christmas fairy uh, whose specific job is um, making love. And obviously all, all through the many, 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 many hundreds of years, she's now basically in charge of all Hallmark and Christmas related movie and marketing and no Christmas movies made without her say so. And um, she is, yeah, um, very, very well dressed, very kind of like with, as you'd expect, there is a muff, there is earmuffs, there is like a kind of like corseted Bavarian check number. And what's her name? <laughs> oh, Adora. Adora is her name. And Kelly. Okay, I am um, going to play uh, Mrs. Claus or uh, Mother Christmas, as I would like to be referred to. Yeah, Mother Christmas. Uh, okay. Now that uh, Santa is is gone, or also just usually seeing us, <laughs> <laughs> considering my vice. Um, okay. Um, wonderful. And I think we know the concept. Um, Tom? <laughs> um, play? I'm playing Blitzen. Blitzen. Very good. I'm a reindeer. <laughs> now, are I you a Disney reindeer? Or are you a, like, no, a non-communicative enigmatic? Are you a reindeer that can talk? No, I think, I think, um, no, I can, I can speak. Uh, much to uh, Kelly and Mikkel's chagrin. Uh, I'm a talking animal. Um, but maybe I'd just say very little. Mm, wonderful. And uh, Mikkel, who are you playing? I'm playing Ned. Um, he is a trainee postman. And he's a little elf in his little Aww. things. And he's a little child. And he wants to be a big, <laughs> strong postman like his daddy one day. <laughs> is he actually a child? 
Yes. What's he addicted to? Wanna be I've I've already worked out what he's addicted to. This is gonna be dark. Healing pace. I like a audience advisory thing on this episode as well. Um okay. Brilliant. So we've got our concepts. Now I want everyone to think of a moment for their character. A moment is the thing that in this dark, dark world that will bring them hope. Um Ned. Ned. I will find hope if I see someone use magic again, and I know there's still magic in the world. I wrote, um, I will find hope in a moment of sharing baked goods. Uh, I will find hope when people are delivered what they deserve. This would be my guess. I'm at the same time if uh, she has her way. Um, I will find hope when I get to my own hallmark moment. Um, when we are playing if I know that your moment is coming up and we know other people's moments are coming up um, we can always make sure that we're aiming towards that they are always aimed towards that to happen as well because that's how the game works Um, not trying to win just trying to get a good story Um, okay Grant so we've done our moments thank you very much everyone it's time to light three more candles there we go. Wonderful. So now we have to come up with our brinks. Brinks are our characters at the lowest. Um, for everybody you are writing, I have seen you, and then you're passing it to a character on your left. Um, Jay, I will be writing one for you from the perspective of the creatures, and Mikhail will be writing one for me from that, that Mikhail's character has seen of the creatures. So uh, I think the best way of doing this would be to send um, like a, a message on Zoom for this. So then you know what someone else has written for you and the person who's written it knows, but nobody else knows. Is this um, what something we've seen happen yeah, since the they came? Yes, I think it could yeah. be from since, it could be before, but I think it works better if it's since, like people are already pushed to their limits. And it's one word, isn't it? It, it can be a short phrase. I have seen you be cowardice, be cowardly in the face of danger. It could be a, a short but simple phrase somebody can have as their brink. And for me, yes, yeah, so it's it's like a you can give me one word if it makes it easier. Grand, we all got those. Everyone got their brinks? Okay, I've done it right. Sure we have. Um right. Okay. Once we've done our brinks, we also get Three more candles lit, which I will light now. Um, and while I'm doing this, um, you can all arrange your stacks. So um, put them in any order, um, except for the brink needs to be at the bottom. Um, and I would ideally no more than one moment at the top. So we'll go through it. And if anyone would like to have them at moment first, then that would be great. So we can go straight towards some of these moments straight away and get you a hope dice early on. But if not, then no worries can just i'm happy to go first yeah yeah like... okay. so mother christmas has her moment i'm gonna love every time you me out. i'm not um, this is serious 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 stuff guys um one more candle to go after this so final thing to do before we kick off um and i realize that it's a bit late but we'll try to get through it as much of the game as we can um is 
we are going to record your final recordings. A short message from your character to the world. It could be to friends. It could be to family. It is the final recording of your character in this dark, dark world. Um, and if it helps you think about it in terms of the story, um, imagine you have like this big brass, fancy, colorful gramophone looking thing called an alpha phone. And that's what everyone's recording their final recordings on. It's a very Christmassy thing, but it's also very, very sad. So um, starting off, uh, can we start with Jay? We'll go around the circle again. Hello. If you're out there still, remember that even in the darkness, find your love, find your moment together. And if you can like and subscribe, that would be good too. Oh, hello. This is Mother Christmas. And to anyone who hears this message, I just want you to remember to spread Christmas cheer and do something kind for somebody else. Just over the horizon, a great machine of death is roaring and rearing. We can hear it always. Earthquake, starvation, the ever-renewing sun of corpse flesh. Hey, I just wanted to say, everything's going to be okay. Magic, Santa, everything will make everything right at the end. You just have to have hope and believe in the power of love and Christmas. And with that, we're going to light the final candle and I'm going to turn off my lights. So I have just candlelight here. Hopefully I don't need to light any more candles. So I don't need to burn my fingers anymore in this game. Wonderful. Okay. So we pick up with your characters um, and we are, you know, we will start with our, um, the truths of the, of the scenario that we find ourselves in. So I'll say, these things are true. The world is dark. Jay, can you give us a truth or Adora, can you give us a truth? My cell phone has battery. Mother Christmas, can you give us a truth? Um, we've been hiding out um, in a grotto. Blitzen, what's your truth? Someone's been knocking at the door. Ned, what's your truth? Screaming stopped earlier this morning. Um, my truth is that that's just when the other sound started up. Adora? Uh, 
Only one Christmas song can be heard on repeat. And Mother Christmas. We're running low on supplies and food. Bless them. There are many other people out there who need what we have. Ned? They can't know we're here. Otherwise we'd have to share. And the final truth, which we all say together, is that and we are alive. And we are alive. Maybe. So, starting off, you're in your grotto. It is, you know, a fairly cozy affair. It's not like the, the elf chalets in this town. Um, but it's, you know, it's a little, it's a little cozy place to, to come, to be with your friends, with your family. Uh, there was a door. And for the past hour or so, intermittently, there have been sporadic knockings at the door. Um, what do you do? The knocking starts up again. I really think we need to go and find some more supplies. I'm scared. I don't want to go outside. Oh, little Ned, it'll be okay if we stick together. Maybe that's the wind. I think everything's going to be okay if we just stay still and at some point Santa's going to come and make everything okay. Sure, yes. He'll, he'll be back. Hey, let me in, please. Does that sound like somebody we know? I mean, you know everybody in the North Pole. I do know everybody. Oh my goodness, it's um, Jacob. I'm going to answer the door. You can, yeah, you can roll to give me a conflict on this. Tell me what happens when you open the door. So roll your ten d six. Right. All right. Remember, you just have to roll one d six, one six here. Oh, phew. I didn't roll many. Uh, two. Did you roll any ones? Two. Those. Okay, so the dice pool for this. So it's now eight. Unless you want to burn your moment, but you can't burn your moment just yet. Don't think it applies, really. Well, it could be Jacob the Could be. Could be. Well. Yeah, no, if you want to. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'm looking to <laughs> wow. get martyred. Okay, Let's so, go. Um, Mother Christmas, tell me what happens. You are burning your moment. You take, um, and you get your hope dice from this. Um, okay, so I recognise the voice um, of uh, of Jacob, the uh, the gingerbread baker. Oh my goodness! Um, and I uh, kind of uh, rush to the the grotto door and I unlock all of the locks, and um, Jacob is on the other side. And he is gravely injured, but he has with him a wicker basket with like red and green ribbons on it. And um, I, he kind of stumbles in through the door when I open it, and I, I help him inside. And everybody can smell 
the um, sweet scent of freshly baked gingerbread. Um, I think of the North Pole, all gingerbread is f always smells freshly always baked. Fresh. <laughs> always fresh. <laughs> it's part of the magic. Berlin. So you get that Jacob comes in, you get this, you get your hope dice, um, you get this moment of reprieve from this this darkness you're feeling at the moment, but you get get some freshly baked fresh baked goods, you get some gingerbread, and Jacob's there, and he's like, oh, thank you so much for letting me in, that was, oh, was worried I was going to get caught out, that I, I was trying to get back to town, but I, I got cut off uh, by the storms and uh, the snow, and I am um, I thought they were following me, so I, I, had, I, I just ran, and I saw your door, and um, the grotto was closed, and I thought oh, this would be a safe place, and thank thank goodness you're all here, and thank goodness you're all safe. Oh, don't you worry, Jacob. Don't you worry now. Come but, in, come and sit down. But you know, it's, it's, it is dangerous here. You, you probably have to, you'll have to leave at some point. This is not a safe place to be. Sit safe here. Santa's going to find us here. You don't understand. Santa's missing. I give Jacob like a side look because I know Jacob very well. Let's just have a little gingerbread first and we can decide what we're going to do. Yeah, you have your gingerbread. What do you do after you are munching on your gingerbread? It's wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I do a second one and she's got her phone in her hand and she seems to be doing something on it. Um, and she um, kind of looks down, um, picks up the ginger uh, the gingerbread, and uh, you know I once got a dinner myself to present a cookbook um, live on one of on one of on one of our shows. It was it was a scheduling nightmare. That woman is constantly busy. Spiritual Christmas and all that, but these are good. Who is it down the scene? Yes, yes. It's lovely to see you, Jimmy. Jacob, Jacob, no, you don't understand. Look, the 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 town is is run over by these things, but nobody can get to. Uh, we need to be able to save Christmas, yes. And without, and nobody knows where Santa is, and nobody knows if the Christmas spirit is uh, is, is still around. If they are still ticking on, that nobody's been up to see Santa since they've come, and. The only way people can get up there now with all the storms and everything is, is the chairlifts, and I, I just don't see why how staying here is going to help anything. No. Jacob is, is quite right. We need to take control of this situation. If Father Christmas is gone, then it is up to us. That's the spirit, Blitzen. We're gonna have to be Santa's little helpers and try and save Christmas. You are such a good helper, Ned. Thank you. So, what do you guys do? First things first, and she's gonna pick up like one of the little elf chairs, and she's just gonna smash it into the sound system that's playing the Christmas music. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I don't know why I let David Williams do a cameo song of an entire album. Biggest mistake of my life. It's kind of, it's a David Walliams song. I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> and just, it, it was on repeat and she's, she's just like, Sing oh, has he's destroying the Christmas spirit in this room. That is better. Ah, the shattering tremor of the static. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Because it's like, Blitz, you really, you really 
you really changed, changed, man. Um, mm. Or I, I, I have, um, I, I know the people in the, um, in the reindeer stables. The last time I saw people, there were the, and I know the, the, the um, workshop. I haven't been to for a while, but I think there were some people held up, in there. It's quite a tough building, so. If you're not heading out soon, I'll, I'll head out to see if I can if I can get to them and get them some gingerbread as well. So brave, Jacob. But yes, we should we should make uh, the trek to the chairlifts so that we can get to. Hmm. The chairlifts are the other side of town. There is the, the whole town's in between you and the chairlifts at the moment. And where's Santa? Is he in like Christmas Mansion? He may be in his we... Santa's Grotto, which is at the top of the Kringle okay. Mountain Range. Okay. If we could be as brave outside, I I think I have, and I'd like to kind of like rummage around and see if I can find clothes. Okay. Air in here for us to wear yeah. to go outside to keep you us warm. You want to find some weather appropriate oh, clothes? Oh, I'm magic. Do a, I don't need. Can you please do a, a conflict roll for me? This is with you. your ten because uh, ten. Mother Christmas burnt her. <laughs> her moment. I think. Oh, that's I've got. Yeah. Oh, Three ones. So, Three ones. But so Jay them. doesn't get to um, use my hope dice. No, he doesn't know. Only I get it. But I, yes. do I get it now forever? Forever until you, unless I you fail it. on a brink roll and you don't. Um... Okay. So we've got one six. Two one six. Sixes. Two, two sixes. sixes. Two sixes and three ones. I'm going to leave those three ones. Okay, so seven is what you have going forward. Um, and yeah, she's going to just go rummaging around and want to like, pull out a whole set of like, like, like skiing equipment kind of laid out. And she's like, I once got Lindsay Lohan to fall in love with a prince wearing one of these. And she goes, scatters them out for everybody else. They'll be one of everyone's size. And she's going to get stuff into one to warm up because your winter gear on. And Lainhausen does not keep you warm. You, you open the door to the grotto. Just as we're heading out the door, um, I take a step forward towards Jacob and sort of craning my head down level with his face the gingerbreads you have they must be delivered I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best Blitzen to make sure they get to get to where I mean to get them I just hold his gaze for a, a slightly uncomfortable length of time and then just turn and walk off without saying anything more. Wonderful. So, um, Ned. May, maybe on, on the way there, we should go by the place where they make the candy canes. We could use them to protect ourselves. If uh, You're going through town, so there is any number of things. There all the aspects of the North Pole that I've mentioned. Anything else you want to imagine? Good idea, Ned. Yes, I think... <laughs> We can sharpen them, and then we'll have something pointy. Remember some of that order I put in for that that movie I did. I'm, most people have seen it. Oh, what was again? They got never, but it makes you fly. Wings. You step out into the dark, and immediately I hit with the cold storm that has picked up around the North Pole. It's almost impossible to see in front of you, except for the twinkling lights of the town. That seems so far away, even though you know the grotto was only a short, jolly walk normally. I hold Ned's hand. Little hand is shaking in yours oh, as you walk along. I grab it like. I wonder. I, I kind of, I kind of lean and look as if Blitzen has 
going to carry me. Um, I am walking off. I'm, I'm a few <laughs> steps ahead already. Um, who is taking point in this? In terms um, of leading your horse? <laughs> probably Blitzen, Blitzen, given that I just said that I was where, at the Where are you going to try and lead everybody? Ned, your sweet tooth guides us. Wonderful. Can I have a conflict roll from you, please? And so you is that have seven? seven. Seven. Okay. Okay, okay. That's one one. And no sixes. Ah. Oh no. <laughs> that means Where the candles go then? Candle's gone out. One down. Did you burn? Did you are you uh, do you want to burn a trait to get there? Not really. No. Enigmatic's my top trait. I don't really want to burn it. Um Unless it's worth doing. I mean So I'm now that a candle's gone out, we just we go to another scene where we assess. I will narrate what happens and then you're in a different scene. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. That's fine. Let's experience that. So um the storm picks up far too much for Blitzen to guide the way. You don't have Rudolph here. Rudolph was always the person who could see through storms. And fuck Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> and despite your animosity to Rudolph, he was bloody great at seeing through storms. And you find yourself lost. Um, and you do not find your way to the candy store. Um, the first thing you hit as you enter town, you see the snow has picked up and has built up over quite a lot of the buildings here. Um, you find yourself at a um, uh, a hot chocolate cafe. We are turned inside out. It is um, it is very rundown and decrepit. So, um, starting our new scene, um, we have our you've yeah we start our new scene. Wonderful. Um, these things are true. The world is dark. Jay, you start us off. The cell phone has battery. Um, there's evidence of someone or something being here at the chocolate shop recently. Um, there's unnatural signs here. There's a hole there that might just be big enough for us to squeeze through. Something is following you. There's ice all around us. There's ice all around you. Um, I can see an electric whisk inside the shop. Blitzen? There is a an undeared sleigh off to one side. And then our final truth. And we are alive. Just remind everybody for this scene, I have one dice that I'll be rolling against you. If I roll more sixes than you, I gain narrative control. The scene doesn't end, but I gain narrative control on that moment. Oh. Um, So, you're outside the chocolate shop, the chocolate, hot chocolate shop. What do you do? Should I squeeze through the hole to see if there's anything inside? 
I'm gonna, can I have a conflict roll from you, Ned? That's nine dice, yeah? Yeah, so it's nine now. That's two ones and one six. Wonderful. Do you want to burn a... Yeah, how does it work so if you're burning If you burn dice? it, it means you just get all of those ones back. So instead of losing those two ones, you keep the... Narratively, one. how does it work? Um, you still have it in terms of hours you're playing. doesn't mean, mean that aspect of your character goes away. It just means that you're, in your description of what happens next, you have to include your vice. Okay. Um, Ned will kind of go up to the little hole. Um, I will burn it, by the way. We'll go up to the little hole on the floor um, in the wall. Um, and as he starts, as he's kind of shaking a bit on the floor, he'll kind of look around nervously and take a little pouch out of his pocket of white powder of some kind. And he takes out his candy cane powder, <laughs> sniffs a bit to give himself a bit of um, courage, <laughs> and then and kind of pushes himself through. And then he's kind of all wired after that as he kind of pushes himself through and everything else. What do you see? And when he gets inside, um, everything is oddly not broken up. I'm looking dilapidated on the inside. And when he's look, kind of looking around, um, he doesn't, it kind of looks fairly normal as the shop. Mm. And he kind of sneaks up to the behind the door and undoes the latch to let the others in. But it looks different on the inside than the outside. And that maybe is the evidence that somebody's been there, that things have been kept clean and tidy. Mm -hmm. So you head on in. Quickly. Quickly, it's it's okay in here. It's it's all clean and nice. Come on. All you all head inside. Jacob's still Jacob's still there, um, but he at this point, as you go inside, he um, he actually he says that he's got he needs to take the gingerbread to other people that need it, and he makes his way out. Oh, you are a good man, Jacob. Goodbye. I try my best. Lovely to see you again, Jeffrey. Wonderful. So you're in your hot, the hot chocolate shop. It is fairly well run normally. Um, so it's called Brambles, and you. What do you do while you're there? Ned kind of will go, will go behind and see if he can find some chocolate to make himself to make himself a hot chocolate. It, it, it is is the water hot still? I'd say yes. There's more evidence that somebody has been here at some point recently. You can make yourself a hot chocolate. You know, Bramble, who owned this place, um, was very, uh, very proud of their shop and looked after their shop. And it was a place of much joy and happiness for a lot of people while the, um, when times were good. Ned kind of puts, makes a big thing of um, hot chocolate for himself and then puts an extra ladle in and takes a little pouch from his pocket and just shakes it. I would, um, seeing as there's lots of evidence of someone else being here, I'd like to take a, a good look around, look in cupboards um, to see if anyone's hiding. I would say stuff like, oh, it's just us. If you're in here, come out. Oh, yeah, I mean, can I have a conflict roll just for you 
trying to yes. look for people. So this time you are uh, you're rolling with nine still. Okay, because um. And my do I roll my hope dice every you do time roll or is that four? every time every yeah. time and you succeed in a five or six with your hope dice. Just, oh, and a, so one, six, and a five on the hope dice. Uh, one, two ones. Two ones? Yeah. Okay, do you want to burn something for that? Okay. You don't want to burn anything for that. Okay, so pull is now at seven for this. Um, but you succeed. So uh, what, who, and what, who or what do you find? Um... I find um, Bramble, the owner, who um, has with them candy cane weapons. Wonderful. Brilliant. So you... Um, as you also entered, um, there was a bit of, it was all quiet when you first entered, and then you find going to, say you open the door to the, where the store room is, um, Bramble comes out. Bramble is a little elf, um, sort of an oh, old, older elf. Um, thank goodness. But you see that in his storeroom, he's been sharpening many, many candy canes and making blades from candy canes and making us all assorted weapons that are sugar-based weapons in his storeroom. Yes. Uh, and he says, Mother Christmas, oh, it is, it is good to see you. Oh, Bramble, it's good to see you too. Oh, look at you. you. Such a fine group of people. Have, I'm so glad to see you all, okay? Such ingenuity in your workshop. Well, you, we have to adapt, Mother Christmas. You know how it is. Oh, I do, yes. We are, we're on the search for Santa. Uh, so, oh, who isn't these days? Anyone who comes around my shop is always looking for Santa. Do you know, do you know anything? As far as I'm aware, there were a few elves going over to the post office, hoping that they, that there were a few storerooms and there people could hide out. Uh, but the other, the other place would be Santa's Grotto, obviously. It's a safer place to hide. There's quite a lot of light up there normally. And these things don't tend to like light. Have you seen them? No, just shape here or there. They're quite small, I think. But every so often I think I see something bigger. Vicious. Maybe, maybe. Um, as you're talking to Bramble, you feel a sudden chill. And you hear a sort of... And you realize that the sound is coming from a back room to Bramble's hot chocolate place, um, where there is a small window that has been opened and is now buffeting against the wall with the wind. A snow drifts in. I rush to close it again. I don't want anyone to catch a chill. Bramble runs after you. Can I have a. Can I have, yeah, a conflict roll for that, please? You are rolling with seven, I believe. Okay, I rolled one six, 
Um, but four. Ones. Ones. Oof. Okay. So, what are the chances? Um, so that means everyone else from now on is rolling with three, unless you want to burn a trait. Burn oh, actually, one trait. of the ones was on my hope dice, so that's only three from the main pool. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 you don't lose that one. That's fine. So, just yeah. do. so only uh, so two from the main pool. Oh, no, three from the main pool. So, so it should be four wrong. left. Yeah. Do you want yeah. to burn a virtue for that? I'm going to keep going. No, just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> uh, so you succeed. What, uh, narrate what happens. Um, okay, so I, I managed to get the window closed. Um, some snow has kind of uh, drifted in. Um... But as I do so, I catch sight of something outside. Wonderful. You close the window and you see what looks like in the darkness, in the snow, blinding you pretty much in this darkness, what looks to be the shape of a reindeer. I say, Blitzen, Blitzen. Somebody's out there. Give Blitzen a real hard stare. Um, I rush to the well. I, I take a few sort of long strides to the window to peer out alongside Mother Christmas. You. And... Um, you see Comet. <gasps> they are trudging slowly along in the snow. And. As you watch them, they so they're walking sideways to where you are, and they turn to face you. And as they do, their mouth just sort of lolls open, and their tongue hangs out. Um, And they let out this strange, otherworldly, sort of almost this very high-pitched wail of a sound. And as they turn fully, you can see that part of their head is completely gone. It's... was it Bramble? Bramble, yes. did Bramble have a, 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 a like a, a burning torch of some kind? Or probably fashion, you, you could fashion one, probably. Um, I take a few long strides over towards Ned. None of my actions seem terribly hurried, but I do move quite quickly. Um, back to the, the, the cauldron of hot chocolate that Ned is brewing. And, um, Bl- Mr. Blitzen, would your friend like a hot chocolate? I must borrow some of your parts and grabbing a, uh, a, a spoon of molten sugar, which Ned has been tending to. Um, I'm gonna try and douse it uh, in, uh, or douse a piece of cloth sort of in it to make a, a uh, like a molten sugar um, wrap around my antlers 
and then I'm going to dip it into the fire to sort of light them ablaze. Wonderful. So, can I have a conflict roll? Yes. Am I rolling five? Um, you are rolling four. Four, four now. Okay. Great. Um, and so I, I dip my my um, antlers in this in this concoction, um, covered in like a molten sugar, um, and uh, go bursting through the door. And as I do so, I say. Lepers of the moon, all magically diseased, we come among you, innocent of our luminous sores. And I rolled no sixes and no ones. Oh, oh failure. Failure then. <laughs> so, I put out a light. So, um, what happens? You toss this uh, concoction you've made onto a comet and comet goes up <laughs> immediately bursts into flames and does not stop charges into Bramble's hot chocolate shop and it's sort of it's caught in the sort of the inner workings of the corridors and whatnot but as it does the fire spreads and the entire hot chocolate shop is set alight as you just narrowly escape but Bramble doesn't. No! Bramble stays behind to look at, to protect Mother Christmas and his oh, shop. Bramble, you are a, a handsome elf. Coming on from there, um, these things are true. The world is dark. We'll go around the other way this time. Ned. There's a smell of cooking meat on the air. It smells like pork. The the blaze from the reindeer uh, shows us a clearing, a clearer path. The software has battery. You find your way to the workshop. The smell of meat is stronger here. It doesn't seem like we've been followed. And we're yeah. alive. We are alive. So, you find your way to the workshop. Doesn't seem like you've been followed. It's dark still, but the light behind you has lit your way here. It meant you could see this big building far clearer in the light, in the dark. So, what do you do? There is a strange smell of burning meat on the air. I'm like wiping tears away because Bramble and Comet are, you know, just died. Um, but I'm still holding Ned's hand. But I think we should go very quietly. Do we need to go inside the, the workshop? Yeah. Isn't the workshop... How are we supposed to get to the ski lift? Ski lift's the other side of town. Workshop's just the thing that's in front of you just now. And there is chance of tools, chance of things in here that could be useful. It's Santa's workshop. Santa makes a lot of different sorts of toys. And maybe 
a sled or a sleigh. A snowmobile. Or a snow. That's a bit modern, but yeah. I give Ned a dirty look. Some of the elves. <laughs> some of the elves like to use petrol, but it is a, it's a fossil fuel, Ned. So, what are you doing? Who's going to try the... Who's going to try the door? Adora, oh. why don't you try the door? Yeah, Adora, why don't you? Just, just, just one second. Just one second. Yes, okay, sure. And she puts her phone into her pocket and wonders what and she's like, Who are you texting? Still tweeting. So, 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 this spirit doesn't save itself. Movies need to go out. This is, it is extremely no, important. They don't. It's not the only source of Christmas cheer. And she's going to start, kind of head towards that. And kind of, as she does so, you will hear the, the familiar jingle of Mariah Carey's opening number going ding, 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 ding. As she gets a message, she's like, oh, sorry. And she'll just like, silly me. And she'll put it on mute for a moment. So you roll eight dice, I roll two. Oh. oh just, I see. just to see if her phone works, because this is a. Yeah, can we? Somebody bold, step on the phone. Con- <laughs> <laughs> Danny might. Danny might. <laughs> it might happen. So. Ooh. Three sixes and no ones. Okay, so you roll more sixes oh, than me. No. Um, so you get narrative control of what happens. Cool. Um, she, yeah, she goes, it dings off and she's, she, she pauses for a moment as if she's going to stop and then she realizes, oh wait, there is, they want something. Um, and she kind of opens the workshop door. I mean, I keep things locked, everything's very much secure. And as she kind of opens up, you can kind of, she can kind of see what looks like craft services for, uh, the toy makers. Um, but someone's kind of like piled it all up and just started like, to burn it, but left like the embers behind. She's like, someone was here. Yes. Yes. Um, it seems like they've burnt, they've uh, burnt all the food, though. Um, odd. Um, and she'll kind of let Jessica already to come in. And she's like, um, right, we will need a sleigh. We will need some harnesses. Um, I will need a blanket because it's extremely cold when we're moving at that speed. Um, and she kind of starts reading off everything we need to be able to get from A to B, the most efficient level possible. Um, and we'll start heading around trying to forage all of those resources that we need. Okay. And as much time possible. Uh, conflict roll from you then. Yeah. As um, she's doing that, though, I, I just pat her on the shoulder and I say, that was very brave, Adora. Well done. Thank you. I never thought of myself as brave before. We can all grow. Um, right, well, that is five ones. Um, and oh, I'm nothing going to, over there. I'm going, to, <laughs> I'm going to burn my resource, my resourceful virtue. That's the last time I put my phone down and do something. But so when you burn, it lets you re-roll. When you it, learn, not it doesn't not auto success. It's a re-roll. oh, is it? Oh, we've been playing it wrong. Sorry, everybody. I just checked the re-roll. So I got two sixes, uh, one, and other numbers. And some other numbers. Two sixes, a one, and other numbers. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not so yeah. So how many sixes second. did you get in total? Two. I also got two. Oh, you you oh, meet the beat six. So I I I lean. I meet the beat set. So you can choose, you can choose to steal narrative rights from me, 
but it does put off light straight away. I, I, I'm happy to. I'm, I'm happy to steal the narrative rights to get us out of here. Okay. Okay. Proper light off. Turn light off. Yeah, and this is the kind of moment she's had her phone on the whole time. She's really not been paying attention to what anyone's been doing. She's been really, really focused on whatever she cares about. And in that moment, she's like this this hyper focused person. You can see she's a very driven person. She likes to get things done. Her task was get a sleigh, get everything warm. We need to be able to do. And she's affixed a sleigh that we can sit on and hook it up to um, at the gate, pronto for us to head out towards where we want to go, which is the ski lift. Lovely. And probably packed lots of elf work rules because you never know what could be broken by broken down by and might need fixing. Wonderful. So you stock up, you've got your sleigh, you leave the workshop. Welcome, listener, to Of Dice and Them. I've been waiting for you, adventurers! A TTRPG actual play podcast full of hijinks and too many in-jokes. Do you have any cards I could keep close to my chest? New episodes released on the first Monday of every month. How hot is this ghost? Can't wait for the next episode? I want to chomp on it and not let go. Follow Of Dice and Them on Twitter and Instagram. Ah, yes. No, good idea, that. Yes. Download now, wherever pods are cast. Uh, do you go closer? Of dice and them. Yep. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, heedlessly. Uh, Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everybody. It's me, Danny, your... Well, I guess I'm not a keeper today. I guess I'm just the bearer of bad news when it comes to what our characters are going through. I hope you're enjoying our very festive Christmas special. And uh, as much as we enjoyed making it, Ten Candles was a blast to play. I know we've definitely butchered a lot of the rules as we go through. But it's having fun, which is the most important thing, I guess. Just wanted to drop in to say thank you to everyone who's been listening to us this year. It really has been wild doing the Thorn Files and seeing so much love for it. Can't wait to make more of it in the new year. And in fact, our first episode back is on the 5th of January, continuing with our current mystery. Until then, enjoy the show. And Merry Christmas. These things are true. The world is dark. And Ned, can we start from you again? Dora's phone blew up. (laughs) (laughs) Blitzen. The sled is in good repair. Um, Blitzen was always the fastest of the reindeers. I presume Blitzen's pulling it and not sitting in the The ski lift isn't moving. It's because it's broken. Door to the control room is flapping open. And we are alive. We are alive. alive. 
Dora, how are you doing <laughs> since your phone blew up? Am I supposed to contact the Santa to get the new schedule for these films going on? He was Dora. just telling me how we're going to do this. Everything's going to be okay. You don't need to worry. When we find Santa, he can fix your phone with magic. So I was just talking to Nick Jonas about how we were going to, we were going to do a double feature. How fossil fuels could save the North Pole. Nick Jonas brothers are nothing. over. Let's just focus on the task. I can bring them back. I can bring them back. You can't bring them back again. When we find Santa, Santa will, Santa will make everything okay. Now, what we need to do is we need to find out why the ski lift's not moving. And if you look over there, the door is just flapping, flapping open. So I think we need to go and see what's going on over there. Ned, you are wise beyond your years. Oh, no, no, it's because because when you get a bit of pap, you get a bit of sugar in you. And the sugar gives you lots of big, 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 strong courage. Okay, I think maybe we should find a vegetable. So, uh, whoever's going into the control room, can I have a conflict roll from you? To see what will, is wrong. Um, I'm happy to go in as well. Yeah, I will, I will, I will yeah. go in with Mother Christmas. It was Ned's, going. It was oh, Ned's, Ned's idea. idea. So, yeah. Ned's idea, yeah. I think I'm, yeah. I'm staying harnessed up to the sled. In case. In case. Oh. Seven. Yeah, so you're rolling seven and I'm rolling three. I rolled two sixes and two ones. Two sixes, two ones. I also rolled two sixes. Oh. Danny, you're, you're killing us. I'm you're killing us here, Danny. Danny stop rolling so well. I'll try. I'll try. I'll put these dice away after. Um, do you want to see his narrative control from me, Ned? Now, to do that, I'd have to re-roll my two ones, and I'd have no, to... You would just, those... No, so to see his narrative control from me, you just would we'd end the scene yeah I think but to, you just otherwise you just let Danny narrate what happens but you did succeed but Danny yeah. narrates what happens oh yeah no okay yeah. Danny can narrate you still lose those ones but we carry on the unless, scene unless you wanted to re-roll you could burn a trait or if you want to um burn it just yet but I'm happy right. to yeah, but you have a you have narrative. it is your moment next isn't it um moment is the next thing on your part of stack so, um, you get into the ski lift operating room and you see that the issue with the ski lift at the moment is that there is a body slumped over the controls and um, they have, uh, they've, they've just essentially turned the whole thing off when they have been thrown over this thing. It's not too damaged. But you can tell that what's happened is this body's fallen on it and it's turned the whole thing off from how they fell on it. There are like a few handles that they pushed over to one side and the whole thing's shorted and stopped. Oh dear, oh so dear. Ned will take a, a big candy cane off his back, which I'd imagine is almost the, the size of him, and he will just gingerly be reaching up to kind of push the person off with the end of the candy cane. Well, Ned, I think I, we should respect we should respect the dead a bit more than that. I didn't want to touch it after what happened to Mister Blitzen's friend. Oh, I, it's okay, Ned. I, I'll I'll move it, and I'll try and respectfully move the body. And I have a conflict roll from you. 
So I've got five dice plus my hope dice. Yeah. One, two sixes, and no ones. And I'll roll, sorry, my three. Yeah. Two sixes. I got no sixes that time. Okay. Um, I uh, move the person. And as I do, they like splutter up some blood because they're not actually dead, dead. They're still alive. And. Who's the person? Um, it's. Um, Periwinkle, the chair operator. <laughs> oh, oh, this mother Christmas. <coughs> oh, oh Periwinkle. Oh, oh, dear, oh, dear. oh it's been a terrible. Oh, just wipe up the blood from us. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's a no, don't you apologize, my darling. Don't you apologize. Let's get you comfortable somewhere. Oh, what I happened? Know. I was, uh, well, you know, I, I was just trying to make sure that people could could get up at the mountain if they wanted to, and I I, I, I was in the, in, the, in the stables, but then I made my way here, and I, I closed the door and I locked myself in, but so very brave of you, very but I wasn't able. I wasn't able to keep them out. Uh, Mother Christmas and I and I, everything went very cold, and I, I woke up and you were here. Oh yes, yes. Well, things are gonna be okay, Periwinkle. Um, we really need to get up the mountain. We're looking for Santa. Oh, I can. I can maybe help you there. Yes, I, I think I probably can. Oh, that would be that would be very kind of you. Um, he's, yeah, and he sort of pulls himself up, and he has a sort of classic elf costume on, but it's like spattered with blood. Um, oh, and as he stands, and he starts like fiddle with the the knobs and everything, he's like, oh, I see, I see what's happened here. He fixed this. Um, you see something move on his back. Oh no. Underneath his clothes. Um. Oh. It's Perry. the periwinkle. Periwinkle. It's your pet. F- is that your pet ferret on your back? Oh Bluey. no. I think I, I lost Bluey the first few nights of this whole thing. Oh, Which poor I Bluey. I, but... very, I do feel very cold though. It'd be nice to have. um Nice to be a bit warm. Maybe we get up to the grotto later on. I, I do feel rather unwell, though. I, I oh, well, could you, Barry Winkle, just just press the buttons you need to, and I'll um take my cloak back from. You, you can do it, Mister Periwinkle. You can do it, Mister Periwinkle. I know that you can do anything that you put your heart to. You're right, Ned. I'm sure I can. Everything's and, going to be okay. And he says, "You know what?" I think it might just be definitely. <laughs> and he starts to, and then slowly, as the chairlift starts to work again, um, spacious chairlift. Uh, reindeers can use this if they wish to. Um, but as this thing starts working, Perry Uncle sort of slumps onto a chair nearby. He says, you know, I do feel rather tired. I feel rather. I've eaten something rather odd. Have you had anything from craft services? Not for days. Oh. Adora. 
Is everything okay out there? Yes, it is fine. You wouldn't happen to have any forms of cellular communication device, would you, Peregrine? It's Periwinkle. I have a phone. There's a phone in the uh, in the operating room. Yes. I'm going to go towards the phone. What's the phone? Um, wonderful. Can I have a, a conflict roll from you, please? Yes. Ooh. And I wrote five. I was rolling five dice, wasn't I? Yeah. You're rolling five. Okay. I'll roll three. Two sixes and three others. Oh, I did not get anything else. Oh. You get the phone. What happens when you get when you pick up the phone? Is it like one of the? It's a daily phone. Yeah, it's a, little, it's, a it's a big old brass fun Christmas phone. Yeah, big brass. So she kind of like picks it up and she's like starting to kind of dial numbers, and then like not getting any connection. She's kind of dialing another number. She's not getting connections, and she's dialing another number, and. Not all the people she's been trying to call, she's not getting through. And she's all she wants to do is trying to work out how she gets um, back where she was before to get what she needs to do done. And no, that seems to be working. And you can just, she's very cross. And at one point, she just will just rip the phone off and just drags it back through. And she's just like, no one is responding. We need to rush now. Come on. And she's kind of like back into that kind of mind focus mode. And she's just like, yes, okay, Perry, um, we're going to head up there. Can you maintain this? I think I can. You, you will go and, you can go and get in one of those chairs and I will um, just make sure Periwinkle is comfortable before we... And she will wheel over the wheelie chair from by the phone booth and kind of slips his mind underneath it. And she'll kind of put his hands on the dials that he needs to be holding. You also see as you're putting his hand on the. Actually, as you touch his skin, uh, something moves under his skin that you hold. She kind of looks at it for a moment and then she kind of looks back at second and And she just walks off towards the ski lift. Mother Christmas? Are you going to yes. make sure that Mr. Periwinkle's okay? I'm I'm going to try, yes. Do, do, shall I go sit on the seat now, or do you need me to stay yes, here? Yes, you, you I, go, and fi- go and make sure Blitzen knows what's going on. And... I've got my candy cane if you need me. Could I could I borrow the candy cane then? It, here's the candy but be very careful. It's very sharp on one end. Oh, I, I am very you, careful. I'll hand you that, and he'll kind of walk out with a slight spring in the step um, to go and find Blitzen. Um, I say to uh, Periwinkle, how, how are you feeling, Periwinkle? If I'm being honest, Mother Christmas, I've been better. You look very handsome still, don't you worry. Um... Do you need to maintain the chairs, or will they run now for us? I think as long as nothing happens to this console, we should be fine. Okay. Why don't you just lean back then, Periwinkle? Close your eyes. Sounds good to me. I want to put Periwinkle out of his misery <laughs> with the candy cane. <laughs> Can I have a conflict roll for you, please? 
Oh my goodness. Um, no sixes. Well, do you, I mean, okay. Uh, and the scene ends. Light has gone out. You put Periwinkle out of his out of his misery. You jam the candy cane into the back of his head. He slumps. You manage to get outside just as the Chelith is starting to like come past with Ned and whoever else has gotten a door and Blitzen has gotten a spacious uh, chairlift. And just as you do with the Christmas. By the way, do you bring the candling with you or do you leave it with Periwinkle? Uh, I pull it back out. Yeah. Um, as you get in the chair and you start pulling away, you look back towards the control center and striding out from the door mouth lolling open eyes looking blank periwinkle reaches up towards where the car is and you see many things moving under his skin as he starts slowly following the car I say, I like shout down, like, I'm sorry, Periwinkle. Just wanted to save you. Okay. These things are true. The world is dark. And we'll start with uh, Adora. Uh, we'll start with uh, Mother Christmas this time. The snow and storm is, is um, lessening as we ascend. There is the scent of smoke on the air. There's something on the wires up ahead. We can hear a jingling sound. The chairs start to shake. And we are alive. So, what do you do? Blitz and I'm scared. How do you normally fly during things like this? This is very shaky. We step off. Okay. Um, we just... Our wills are formed by curious disciplines beyond your laws. You're very wise, Mr. Blitzen. You must have seen a lot. I have seen the world. Now, if anybody does want to, at some point, take the moment, you can choose to. So the moment is something which you feel like, if in that moment you think, I could seize my moment just now, you can choose to take your moment. And then... I'd like to take my moment. So, Ned, seizing, seizing your moment? Yes. Because Ned is going to take Blitzen literally whilst the chairlet's going up, and he's going to step off the chairlet okay. <laughs> to fly. So your moment is if there's like to find out if that there's still magic in the world is what you want. Um, yes. So I need a roll from you for that. So using the uh, using six dice. Oh, I thought we were on five. 
Oh, sorry, we're at... Are we, we on five or six? No, I think we're on six. We're on six. Yeah. I'm on four. Um, no sixes and one one. You don't get your moment, unfortunately. Oh, no. Don't you don't get your moment. To my death. You I think. <laughs> How does it work? <laughs> it needs to be a narration of uh, one of us narrates. I have to remember who narrates it because it is. The idea is your moment of hope is lost. Um. So. Okay, sure. and then that doesn't come back again, does it? Then yeah. No. Um. So he steps off, and I imagine in that moment, because he takes Blitzen very literally, he steps off and he just starts to fall. Oh, it's the end. You get narrative control, ah, don't you? The end yeah. of the scene. Scene oh. is darkened. As with any field roll, Ned steps out into the storm and falls. He lands in the snow below. There's a thick layer of fresh powder beneath you. But you are separated. On to the next scene. These things are true. The world is dark. Blitzen, you'll start us off this time. The jingling is getting louder. Um, Periwinkle is in the chair behind us. A cold mist is lifting around the forest lines. The chair lifts stop. We are alive. So, Ned, you are below the chair left at the moment, looking up at everyone. The chair left has stopped. Something is still on the wires, and you can see Periwinkle is on the the chair behind you all. Um, I want to jump down. Is it how? Is it? Jump to, I'll jump. It will be a conflict roll for this. That's okay. Jump after Ned. Oh, gosh, she's so dark, and I can't see. My dice anymore. <laughs> Ooh, um, three sixes and one Okay. Oh, I get an extra dice now. So. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, um, my virtue is loyal, so driven by my loyalty. For get that. Dead. So re-roll that one. What? What? Okay. Loyal is burning. Tell me what happens with the Christmas. Um, I, I. Yeah. Uh, Ned has fallen down and Ned's just a boy who I care about very much and I'll just sort of uh, in a controlled way like slip as far down and then just like jump the rest of my, my like red velvet skirt like billows um, I let for like an, an older lady I land pretty spry in the snow and I um, help scoop Ned up a bit and brush him down and say oh look at that we're back together how magical Ned am I right in thinking he's now lost all hope um, he has works? lost he has lost his chance at hope in this situation he's lost his chance at hope so you still you still play your okay, character how you play your character but no, that's fine yes 
I thought I did what Mr. Blitzen told me to, but I must have done something wrong. I'm sorry that you had to come down and get me. Oh, that's okay. It wasn't so good up there anyway, was it? I look up at the... (laughs) Mr. Periwinkle's still over there and he doesn't look very happy. Yes, I think we should all stop looking at him. Periwinkle at this point has climbed up onto the wire and is like... (laughs) Crawling himself down towards the uh, the chair as well, to where Adora and Blitz and I. Can you hear the jingling? It, it it sounds like the bells on the harnesses from the other reindeer. There's something over there on the wire. Can, oh, I'm can, sure it's mine. Can can I please have my moment? You can. You want to seize your moment? Absolutely. Yeah, and there's my moment. Um, cool. I'll try to roll, roll first. Don't can you roll yeah. for your moment. See if you succeed. But I'm rolling off against you still, am I? Or am um, I just rolling? I believe you are still rolling off against me. It's a, still it's like a contest roll. Right. Yeah. I, I have two sixes. It's got the one six. And no one, no ones on that one. Okay, so you get it. My hallmark moment. And from the tree line in the mist, you see the mist is created from the blazing hot passion of Sergio as he as he comes and he's wearing one of the the, the, the reindeer harness and you can see his blood blood smeared across him from whatever he's been doing and he literally you know walks up towards Mother Christmas and Ned and his long long dark hair is billowing behind him and he's he's literally going to scoop them up in his muscular arms and kind of walk them up to the kind of the top where where I kind of like as our, as our ski lift kind of comes in, he's kind of there holding up the, the, the people ski lift for Adora. Ski lift has stopped. But oh, ski lift stopped. Oh, stopped. sorry. That's the truth. That's that intrinsic. Sorry, truth, it had stopped. You're being, you've just got bad people coming on you all. <laughs> and yeah. It's okay. Thank you know. so much, Sergio. Sergio was now in the in the story. Ah, oh, Sergio, sorry. Sergio, Sergio, you did so well. The hot hero that always saves everyone in every Hallmark movie. Your muscles are so uh, rippling and uh, rippling a a, a bit too much. (laughs) Unnaturally rippling. It's how I'm written. Sergio comes in. uh, You you clamber up a nearby. I like uh, touch. As he walks away, I touch his muscle. (laughs) Swings up to Adora. Says. You need my aid. Yeah, I've never been able to resist you. Sergio picks Adora up, swings back down to the ground. You have your hallmark moment. You have a hop dice. Um, Blitzen, what do you do? Um, I step off and float gently down to the ground. <laughs> um, can I have... I'll do a contest <laughs> roll then. Be a contest. Okay, okay. Uh, is this four for me? Or are we on... Five. It five. is five for you, five for me. Okay. Oh dear. Ooh, one and one. One six, one one. Ooh, I got two sixes that time. Okay. Can... More and more likely. Uh okay. Uh I will I will seize the I will seize the narrative if that is alright. Absolutely, you can seize the Um you take control. That's not what happened. Okay, as I um uh, as Sergio has sort of clambered up and swept Adora up 
in his arms. Um, uh, I sort of take one step off the side of the, the basket, this sort of snow lift thing we're in, um, and uh, sort of bob in space for a moment um, so that they can clamber onto me. And then I sort of lower all of us down um, to the others um, landing together sort of looking up at the uh, encroaching various shapes in the darkness these things are true the world is dark we'll start with Adora snow is moving uh, we can see the light from Santa's grotto and there are tracks in the snow and we are alive, we are alive. We are alive. you're in the snow you're heading up the mountain Sergio is with you carrying a door you see glimmering does not feel too far away now Santa's Grotto but still the snow is moving things are following you morning is almost here what do you do? we've got to get inside now Everybody aboard. I have room. I think Sergio will bicepally hold, hopefully, to last and like hold on to the kind of the rain section so he can like do like a pull up and, and hold the door and, uh, and the other arm as they go. <laughs> we need to go with speed, and I will lower myself to all fours. And then start charging up the mountain. No, have you Ooh. been walking? Never said I wasn't. That does, got creepy. that does that does make all of the um the, the speaking far more creepy. Um, <laughs> Can I have a conflict roll from you, Blitzen, as shapes in the darkness start to try to make their way to catch you and stop you on your journey? Oh dear. This is four v six now, isn't it? Yes, I'm actually going to say that this is a this is a perilous this is a perilous conflict at this point. So if this goes badly, things could go badly. Uh, I don't have I rolled a single six so far. I don't know. Have you? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> once. Not Maybe now. Maybe once then, in the distance past. No, not now. No, <laughs> that's just it's just fours and fives. Um... Just fours and fives. I rolled two sixes. Oh, without any successes, isn't it the end of the scene anyway? It is yeah. the end of the scene. So, does anybody... This is a perilous thing, so things will go badly here. Mother Christmas will, will sacrifice herself. As I see, like, um, stuff coming out of the snow, and I look up at the light at Santa's Grotto, I... Um, say to them all if you find Santa tell him I love him 
and then I like throw myself into the snow. How does Mother Christmas die? I think like it's probably really that really fluffy snow because it's just it's been um, you know snowing a lot lately, and so when I land, it's like a big poof of snow, and anything horrible that's in there. Um, kind of gets jolted back a little bit but then they kind of swarm over my body um, and burrow beneath my skin and um, like up my nose and through my eye bit and um, I die These things are true The world is dark Starting with Ned There's singing coming from the grotto. There are so many voices. And we are alive. You are being followed. In the darkness, things are still following you. Santa's Grotto is a classic, sort of Austrian style chalet. Tall, big windows, comfortable looking, welcoming. And you know, it's built into the side of the mountainside, so there is a depth to it as well. That is brightly lit, just like all the houses were down in the North Pole before things went dark. But darkness is coming. What do you do? As we are charging towards this light, um, the cuirass of the soul still shines. As Blitzen kind of gallops up, Ned, I imagine Ned kind of jumps off to kind of go to the side so we split up a little bit so that things aren't following everyone, they're just following different people. And Ned kind of quickly runs towards the porch. Okay, can I have a conflict roll from you? Yeah, it's on the other side of the door. I rolled no sixes, just a one. I'm going to put a light out. You approach the door, Ned. Darkness is following everyone hotly behind you. You open the door, and inside Santa's grotto... You see Santa sitting on a chair in the center of the room. And there are many, many elves about him sitting cross-legged, watching him. And as you open the door, the singing stops. And they all look towards you. They all have things moving under their skin. And they all charge towards you. Mm. So. These things are true. The world is dark. Adora. Sergio steps in front of Adora. 
And we are alive. And we are alive. We are alive. We are alive. Sergio stands in front of Eudora. He says, You must get to the spirit of Christmas. You must make sure that it resets so that we may have Christmas Day. We'll never forget you. And she is going to turn and look to the top of Chris Kringle Mountain, where the spirit of Christmas swells. And looks at Blitzen and then says, We need to run. I'll hold them off. And Sergio charges towards the house. And I think Adiadora's one last look towards him and then focused again on the top of the mountain. And I'd start charging up. Just, yeah. I think Ned is you guys have left him behind and he's running along with his little legs in the snow trying to keep up with you both and he's following you as much as he can uh, can I have a uh, conflict roll from Ned oh. unless somebody else wants to do a conflict roll to try and stop <clears throat> Ned from falling behind actually I, don't mind. Um, I might try and seize my moment um, I don't think you can because no. I don't I think you have your what uh, your stack has to be ah uh, right that has to be at the top ah oh, damn okay I didn't I didn't burn enough no you've been very good at not burning your, your thing well I, I I haven't rolled very many no, ones many I've just ones. rolled lots of <laughs> everything that's else how, but that's how sixes. it happens how it happens sometimes yeah um, I'll roll my two okay I rolled one six and I rolled zero sixes Nice. So he, so Ned just, he he doesn't catch up to them, but he does keep pace with them, with the creatures, whatever it is behind him coming after him, and his little legs taking through the snow, and perhaps he takes a slight, slight detour up through some trees at one moment, and the creatures look like they're heading off more after Blitzen, and he's going a slightly faster route to the side of them. Um, you hear as you're running up the hill um the outside of santa's grotto is a sort of large clearing and it as you're running you hear a oof and you see sergio being pushed back into this clearing landing on the snow on his back and elves and santa pour out of the grotto around sergio you also hear that jingle bell sound and from the forest following on work from where you were let's and you see Donna, Fixin, Cupid, all the reindeer come out of the forest, standing on their hind legs, all jaws hanging open, and Sergio stands up to face them, but is cut down almost immediately. As Donna bites his head off. And then the rest of the reindeer start following on towards you, Blitzen and Adora, and Ned as you run up the hill. And as they run, their bodies start to merge. Bones break, skin fuses. 
and you see for the first time as their skin fuses the strange bugs underneath that bind the creatures together and there's a strange when you see them there's a strange reverberation in the sky in the air and you can hear that above the jingle bells until they disappear beneath the flesh again this hum from these bugs shakes you to your core as you run as a strange mass of reindeer bits charges up behind you so you are storming up the hill is there anything any of you are doing you may give birth to us or marry us the changes of your flesh are not our destiny Uh, and I'm going to sort of buck Adora sort of off towards the direction that we're going and um, wheel around um, at the this horrific mass of um, bug reindeer. Can I have a conflict roll from you, please? So I am currently rolling eight and you're rolling two. Okay. Okay. I did roll a one. So, can I burn a virtue? You absolutely can burn a virtue. Okay. Because I only rolled one six. Ooh. Okay. Well, my other one was a five. Oh, I re-rolled a six, so I get one. You can now steal narrative. So the difference is. I would still win. I could still be the narrator there, but you can steal a narrative from it, but you have to, to end the scene as well. Got you. Okay. So burning enigmatic. It's been a powerful <laughs> tool in your toolbox. Sure. I'll seize the narrative. The side of the mountain that we're on is fairly precipitous and there was a, a fresh snow a couple of nights ago on top of a frosted previous snow and I charged down sort of in a, in a wide arc down sort of to the south around the um, underneath the, the mass of other reindeer breaking through the ice as much as possible with my hooves as I go to try and create um, an avalanche so that the whole sort of side of the mountain that um, they are on just gives way and just sloughs, sloughs out from sort of underneath probably all of us well, not not all of us, all of the reindeer. So, as this happens, the mountainside collapses downwards. We end that scene. We're now on to the last stand. These things are true. The world is dark. And we are alive. 
that's it. Well, that's all that you get from that one. You don't get any other truths now. With the block of an avalanche that Blitzen sets off, the them are impeded but not stopped completely. You can still hear the sounds of them behind you. Slow down. The reindeer mass is probably covered in snow by now, but that doesn't know there still others. You reach the top of the mountain where there is a single single small house. The grotto. Not not impressive, not like Santa's, not like any of the buildings in the North Pole, but simple and from within it light glimmers. What do you do? The spirit of Christmas. Everything's going to be okay now. My daddy used to bring me here when I was younger. I'll run and open the door. You open the door. And within this small house, there's not much here. Except for on a small wooden table in the center of a room is a... Like a little sand timer. Made of brass and wood. That is... About to run out. We just need to turn it over. And start it all again. And save Christmas. And I'll walk over and I'll turn it over. And I have a conflict roll from you, please. No. I rolled a three. Ned. Something goes wrong. How does Ned die? I think Ned walks in too quickly and slips on something on the floor. And as he slips on the floor, he just cracks his head on the back of a chair sat near the table and just dies then and there it's simple unassuming and just cracks his head open on the chair and dies you this light glimmers a little bit from the sound timer you see what Ned slipped on this room is full to bursting. A strange grey egg sacks across the walls. And the membrane that went on the floor that you weren't able to see when you first came in. But now it is all too clear. As they all start to shift and move and you can hear sounds outside coming towards this house. Shapes start to beat at the door, at the windows. Blitzen, Adora, what do you do? Adora's gonna just gonna slide in afterwards, moving over his body. Um, and kind of, he shows her his his movements have kind of showed her where not to step, and she's going to head over to the sand timer. Um, I, I, I stand up, just back up on two feet, and I stand looking at the door. 
Adora, can I have a conflict roll from you? One. In that moment, she looks at this timer, the representation of the spirit of Christmas, and she lifts it up to turn it over. And as she does so, she pours into it all the magic of Christmas she's collected and the lifetimes of love she's created. And everything that that's meant and everything that's become of the love of Christmas pours into the sand timer and the golden flakes of sand start to glow for a moment as, you know, through the ages of love and those great stories of Christmas romance that's inspired everything that we know today. And you watch as very slowly the sand grains start to turn black as the messages and hope and love and everything else is slowly commercialized and corrupted and her spirit of Christmas isn't the true spirit of Christmas anymore. And the sand timer will shatter and the glass will just kind of like pierce into her kind of body and her, her kind of her neck and you just watch the, the blood kind of like pours out from her as the shattered timer and herself crash the floor. And the last few like pumps of blood kind of trickle down across the, the floor, merging with Ned's and touching the egg sacs as they thrum a little bit harder. Blitzen, the spirit of Christmas has been destroyed. At least, as far as you're aware it has been. What do you do? Um, I take a couple of slow, sort of finding my footing steps backwards um, towards Adora, still looking at the um, in the center of the room, still sort of facing the the door. Is the mass still hammering on the outside of this building? Yes, there are still things hammering on the outside of the door. Um, I will sort of stand straight, head high and proud, uh, and I just wait. Can I have a conflict roll from you? That's a six. <laughs> Versus how many sixes? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got three sixes there. So. <laughs> um, so, how does Blitzen die? The windows and door are sort of bowing inwards, and then the wall itself of the house just sort of collapses as though it were being pushed inwards by some sort of avalanche. And everything inside is just torn asunder by the forces of movement.
And with that, fill out the final candle. These things are true. The world is dark. If you're out there still, remember that even in the darkness, find your love, find your moment together. And if you can like and subscribe, that would be good too. Oh, hello. This is Mother Christmas. To anyone who hears this message, I just want you to remember to spread Christmas cheer and do something kind for somebody else. Just over the horizon, a great machine of death is roaring and rearing. We can hear it always. Earthquake, starvation. The ever-renewing sun of corpse flesh. Hey, I just wanted to say, everything's going to be okay. Magic, Santa, everything will make everything right at the end. You just have to have hope and believe in the power of love and Christmas. <laughs>